1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: All right, Joe, we've got your chance to win a three-day pass to go to Rock the Oceans Tortuga Music Festival on Fort Lauderdale Beach, April 5th to the 7th. See Laney, Wilson, Hardy, Jason Aldean, Old Dominion, and more. Uh, if you want to enter this contest, you got to text the word Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N, Wilson, to 20357. And that's Wilson, to 20357. And you just might be going. If you want to purchase single-day tickets, pick your day and grab a single-day pass this Friday, beginning at 10 a.m. at TortugaMusicFestival.com. All right, Woody. You were asking me how to get tickets, TortugaMusicFestival.com. No, I was asking
3: you for free tickets.
2: You know, I have no polar. No, no, here. I didn't
3: know. I didn't know what the. Uh, didn't know if our guys come in here very often, the, the marketing guys.
2: I don't know. We're outnumbered by dogs in this office, it seems like.
3: Wow, what's, what's going on with all the guys and bringing their dogs in? Yeah, I think very it's a good manly. Move. Very manly. So, you know why I think they do that? I think they do that because. <laughs> I'm it interested allows to you, hear your theory on this. It allows you to leave earlier. I got to get the dog. Hmm. I've just never heard of bosses going, hey. And I know, I, by the way, is it still out on planes? I don't know if it is. I, I
2: saw someone carrying a dog. When we went to Charleston, I saw someone carrying a dog on the All plane. Right. I don't know what the so, deal is. So with the that.
3: dogs that are showing up here are pretty good size. They're not. Yes, they are dogs. big dogs, yes. So I, I was just wondering, when did this thing start with the guys that work in this building, who, by the way, only have to come in twice a week to start with? And by the yes. way, if they have something to do, once a week.
2: So the one guy has his office is set up like a dog play pen by the way. I don't know if you've seen his office. He's got bones all over the floor. It's not a real office, it's an open space. There's bones and dog beds and a sheet.
3: Got a hell of a deal around here, Woody.
2: The only good thing is is they I guess they have to entice these people to work 2 days a week, so they always have breakfast. Now you're you didn't want to see anyone yesterday, so you got out early. But they, uh, <laughs> you snuck out. I told you, Joe. I, I said the only reason out. these people just, come in is because they got free breakfast. And uh, their smoothie king was here.
3: By the way, it's a pretty good move
2: on the on our boss's part if she is doing that. Well, what about the people that come in five days a week? What about the you other don't, three days? Don't care. No, don't care. no breakfast.
3: They know you got to come into the only, studio. Uh, <laughs> they don't care. They got you, Woody. They got you.
2: Smoothie yeah. King was here though yesterday. Delicious. One them. of my
3: favorite treats. Yeah, Smoothie that's King. a good one. No, yeah. no, that's that's fantastic. By the way, we've got the NBA trade deadline. I haven't mentioned it. Um, yesterday I did. NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. I'm guessing the Miami Heat are, are staying Pat, and uh, as in staying Pat Riley and not doing anything. What do you think, Woody? I don't think they make any moves. Yeah. I think they're all in on this group. They got a little teaser last night with a really good effort from everybody. Now, you need everybody to stay healthy, and they haven't been the healthiest team in the league. But uh, you got to idea. I just don't idea. see anything
2: out there to, to go after at this point. You Not know? that you want to have yeah. to give
3: up. You can't just get something without giving up something. And I, I think they're going to make a move. just stay where they are and, and let's go for it here. Um, see what it looks like. Fifty-one games have played so far, so we got thirty-one games left, and try to try to move out. You don't want to get stuck in a friggin' play-in situation, though. No. Those, uh, there's no guarantee on those, man. Wow. Right down to the fourth quarter of last year, before you could get in, you, may you be, were down, you may be heading there, but that's okay. I don't think so. Doesn't matter, bro. Last I think year, it we does fine. matter. You know what I go by, Jimmy Butler, the way he's playing right now. Played in nine or ten straight games. The fact that and he's leading the team in scoring tells me that these games are important because he they're 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 playing off what Jimmy Butler does. And when Jimmy Butler's out there playing hard, uh, they realize that it can't just be about play. Finally, Spoh's message got to this team, and I think you're going to see it. Not not necessarily tonight because do you
2: realize the conversations we have around the NBA now? We're talking about like giving this guy credit for playing hard. Makes half a million dollars a game. I'm just and telling you. We're
3: talking you, about him playing hard. It's obvious that the playoffs know, mean it a lot seems more like to know, it cares Jimmy, a little bit the past A little weeks, bit more, season, yeah. So. No, he's he's leading the team in scoring, making it a point to
2: – You admit it's a strange conversation to have.
3: The guy, I mean, you're guy, not going to – you're
2: going to have Paul Maurice come on next, and you're not going to have to ask him about guys, you know, hey, uh, do you think you guys are taking it serious? Do guys care? No.
3: He had half his team <laughs> had to get surgeries after yeah. the season. He goes, yeah – we had like 12 guys that shouldn't have been playing that needed operations but said, no, just shoot it up. I'll play. I'm good. <laughs> okay, great. No, that's some tough dudes. There's no question about it. And uh, Paul Maurice will join us, the uh, Florida Panthers coach. Tough one, though, coming out of the uh, All-Star break last night, a 2-1 to loss to the Flyers. And uh, so we'll uh, we'll get into everything with him. We've got a lot more stuff to get to here this morning. But first, I, I do want to talk about something that the Heat, the Panthers and the Miami Dolphins all have in common. You're going, well, what What could that be? Baptist Health, South Florida. Trust those great doctors to take care of their teams, whether it's the surgeries with some of the top specialists in the country. It's one of the top sports medicine programs in the country. People ask me, hey, it's going to happen again today, too, because I'm going out to play tennis, and it's going to happen where somebody's going to say, hey, uh, Joe, can I talk to you for a second? First, they're going to ask me to set up the doctor for them and I'm gonna go I, I'm getting ready to play tennis I really don't want to but they're gonna where do the pros going I go well, go through the whole thing and enter Miami the heat the Panthers the Dolphins FIU FAU and uh, a lot of our sporting events down here they all trust those great doctors that they have because they've got great experience you get great results for the knee shoulder foot and ankle hand back hip and knee replacement Achilles injury which is a common one you got the best in the business right down here. And Dayton Broward, listen to this one. It used to be just a Coral Gables thing, but not anymore. It used to be down to Doctor's Hospital, but now got a great facility at Hard Rock Stadium right next to the training facility. Really, really nice where those doctors are working. And also now, if you haven't been up there, the new facility on 595 and Pine Island implantation. Plantation. It's just such a convenient location Dr. Swartzen and the gang up there will take really good care of you. Just visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Hey, I want to let you know, one goal every day, just like it is for high school, college, and professional athletes about getting you healthy, playing the sports you love the most.
0: All right, welcome back.
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Trick
1: responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Guess Guys, uh, we're hoping to get Paul Maurice. We're uh, going to try to track him down here after uh, their loss last night. But but great start overall. Uh, second best record in the East right now. So we'll uh, we'll try to track him down and. Get back to that as uh, Panthers, fresh out of that NHL All-Star game, um, had a few extra days off, came out, started nicely, took a one nothing lead on Verhage power play goal, and then that was it. Ended up losing to the Flyers 2-1, to and the uh, Miami Heat last night, really, for Spo, got to be excited because they really put together um, – a complete game for with a lot of guys. Seven guys in double figures. The starters played really well. The plus minus on the starting five was was outstanding. A 40 point third quarter. And uh, whether you like it or not, Jimmy Butler has, has really picked it up, man. He is he's leading the team in scoring. And honestly, Jimmy's playing the way he should. And he has turned it up a little earlier. I obviously still has another gear that we've seen in the playoffs over the last few years. But uh, it's good to see, and it looks like uh, it's kind of what the Panthers have been saying too. It's not going to be so much about numbers, man. It's about getting wins. I thought Randy and Goldie last night had a had a real interesting conversation about Barkoff, who who hasn't scored a lot of goals, and uh, and so we'll talk to Coach uh, about that. And uh, because Barkoff is just so good overall, setting guys up to score defensively, so uh, I don't know how important the numbers are right now. It's just about winning and helping other guys win games, too, and right now we're joined by the head coach of the Panthers, Paul Maurice. Coach, good morning. How you doing?
4: Good, Joe. How are you doing today?
3: Man, I'm doing great, and thanks for coming on. I know this not your favorite time to, to come on after a, a game like last night. It was kind of a – I don't know, for me watching on TV, the way you started was great. I Just playing fast, I just controlling the puck, and then it kind of got away. I know you weren't real happy. What would you see in the second and third period, Coach?
4: Yeah, that's the game. I mean, it, 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 sometimes you can feel good about your start, but it doesn't have much to do with you. I don't think we were very good in the first period, much like we weren't very good in the second and third. So um, got into the second period, and, and because we had moved the puck fairly easy in the first period, we thought we could continue to do that. The game changed completely right it got into a far harder gap game by the other team and we were pretty stubborn with that and then and then we weren't good you know and and you kind of uh temperate the key piece to last night's game is tomorrow night's game because you you look around the league and like five of the top 10 teams in the league us included lost last night four of those were at home and you get these unusual games after long breaks especially if you have to play really hard to win and we do we we um Certainly we've got some talent there's no doubt about that, but we we have to compete at a very high level to win, and it's a hard thing sometimes to get back on it. I thought yeah, um, we looked at last night, right, we looked like we had had a week off we we had really good pace in practice today and in, in the first two days, and that would be you know I like kind of follow the other teams around the league what they're going through, how they manage and It it's almost sounds exactly what like Boston got before one at home last night, those are the same things, right They had two great days of practice, they were up and down the ice, and then they we were in mud last night, so same same as us. Yeah. We've got to be real good tomorrow night, and that'll uh, put this one to rest.
3: So uh, let me ask you, because uh, I'm getting a little feel, Coach. I don't know you that well, but just our conversation, you get after it a little bit more than usual today at practice, knowing you play tomorrow. How do you treat that?
4: Yeah, well, you want to be smart about it, right? You, you, you lose your mind every time you lose a game. Um, but sometimes – uh, let's go back. though. So we went on a nine-game ripper there. We played really, really well. And we came home and we lost to New Jersey at home, but we played the hell of a game, right. right? So you're good with that, right? As the coach, you feel good about that. You get a week off, so that's kind of the mitigating piece here. We had one four in a row feeling pretty good about grinding some wins out. And then I just didn't like the way we played, so you're a little bit growly today. And yeah. that's fine. Uh, it's one game. And they're an honest bunch of men, and they work hard. So they've earned the right for the coach not to freak out today because we weren't <laughs> any good last night. But we got to deal with it, right? Yeah, yeah. We want to be we want to be able to look at the video, get out, get get up and down the ice, get a shower, and then leave it here, right? Have it have it handled. Handle your day is something that we talk about all day. Today we got to handle it. We weren't very good. At puck support it got worse and worse as the game went on. We do it with skating in mud, so we need. Deal with it as quickly as we possibly can on the video. Now, we need to get going up and down hard today. It's not a duration thing. It's about getting get us moving again.
3: Yeah. Uh, last year at this time, you guys were starting to struggle like, hey, man, we got to start winning some games. or We're, we're not going to be in this thing at all. And here you are right now in a completely different situation because of a nine-game winning streak and a four-game winning streak. You're sitting there second in the East with 66 points I always wonder, Coach, when you get that far and, and uh, like, when you win you, you win nine in a row, boy, it puts you in a different situation where you got a little room to breathe. Do uh, you feel that right. from your team at all? Like, hey, look at what we've done so far. We're not that far out of having the best record in the East.
4: Yeah. More of a quiet confidence. They have a pretty good understanding of the game, the reasons that they won. I don't think we were particularly lucky in that stretch. We had you win nine. You know, most of the components of your game have to be there. A penalty code has been really good this year. Our power play after. It had a rough start, but it's been very, very strong. Yeah. Um, and won us a bunch of games. Our, the analytics will tell you that our five-on-five five game and our goaltending is really good. So we're, we're confident in what we're doing. But there's not that big a gap between... No, certainly, you know, you can make the argument maybe the bottom four or five teams, especially as soon as they get banged up this time of year. They're, they're, they're not as good, clearly, as the top. But the band of talent between one and 16, let's say, and even this year when you look at the East, when you've got New Jersey, Pittsburgh, these teams on the outside kind of mm-hmm. looking at maybe the top 20 teams, it's not that much different. It really isn't. Like, you'd have a hard time arguing that Pittsburgh or New Jersey is that much less talented than the top 10 teams in the NHL. This you know, wow. you is you've, you've got you've got a team in New Jersey that scored like second or third most goals in the league last year. So there's the talent is there. You never you never get yourself to the point where you feel that comfortable that you've arrived in the National Hockey League. It just humble you so very very quickly. So so that's kind of the edge, yeah. Joe. That's how you come to the rink in the morning. Like you, you've built a you've built a good program here. We've, we play a good hard game and we play an exciting game. We I mean, didn't like our last game. Eighty two games a year, you cannot overreact to any one win or one right. loss and, and uh but you just gotta deal with it today. So we'll have a serious day today.
3: Coach, you've seen it all, but I gotta ask you, how do you explain this road record of seventeen, seven and two? You guys have been so good yeah. on the road. People always ask me, What do you do? Anything different? More bonding, no wives around, no kids no. around. What's your take?
4: You play a slightly simpler game on the road. So you look which and I'm all right with our home record too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not worried about that. We like playing at home. We're good there. Um, but you look at the game we won in the island. So that's four games in six nights. We we basically finished our Western Conference play by that time. So we're, which means we're dead tired. Right. Um, and I wouldn't have tried to sell tickets to that. I, it was awful. <laughs> right. Like it, no, it was. But we were just you no. Know, it was back to back for yeah. us. I wouldn't have wanted to go see that game. Um, we dumped every puck, and we but we were smart in the game and gave ourselves a chance to win. So there's a little bit of maturity there. Our road record um, reflects, I think, us at our hardest and our best. When we come out with a with a real good snarl on defending our game, we score more, we play better, we play that exciting brand of hockey. We, we defend differently. We, we don't defend passively, and we don't sit back to defend. We're very aggressive with our defense, and when we're at our game, which causes turnovers, which causes chaos, we, and then it makes our team look fast. So we've been good on the road, and I think we feel comfortable. You go back to look at the playoffs last year. We did a lot of damage on the road because we started on the road. Right. So it's become part of who we are.
3: Hey, uh, Coach, i got to ask you. You brought up something as an old-school coach, if you don't mind me saying that, um, with analytics now. I, I, I get a kick out of being around different coaches with different ages, and some of them live and die by numbers, and others still like the gut and what their eyes see a, a lot more than the numbers. How do you treat them?
4: Uh, both, I, I, I go through all of them. I mean, I, I think it's very, very interesting. The, it's so new in some ways. So keep in mind, most individual NHL teams is probably five years ahead of of the publicly uh, available statistics. Mm. And then some of them, then they, what we do is we take this to minutia and we're measuring. I, don't know, I think we got 360 things on one of the programs we run here that we've met. So there's just not that much going on in the game, right? It's Damn. just dialed down too much, right? So you're you're looking at a lot of things. Um, I think what it does is you can win with a bunch of different analytics. Like, like, like the two teams that, let's say, get to the Stanley Cup final can, can have very different-looking analytics. They're just You just have to be good at what you're good at. But at the end of the day, the teams that defend better win more it's just that the teams who have a lower expected goals against five on five are are better teams for the most part. And, and we're, I think, second in the NHL right now. We're a pretty good defensive team because we play hard. The analytics, I just find, is an interesting part of hockey. So I love the game and, uh, and I ha- always have. And, and I've never thought that it made a lot of sense. to say, well, I don't look at the numbers or I don't look at analytics. That's just, that, that makes no sense. Why would it's part of your yeah. game? It's an interesting you can you can look at it and disagree with it wholly, but you gotta look at it and you yeah. gotta go through it and you gotta see if you can find something. We're always looking for an edge or to find something new in it. At the end of the day you take it for what it is, right? Like you, you can have Phenomenal analytics, and this game probably comes down to goaltending at the end of the day anyway. So um, <laughs> with it, it's the yeah. exciting part, it's certainly given a whole different group of fans a way of viewing the game and certainly being passionate about their team or arguing, or oh, this guy's numbers are no good by that idiot. Keep playing him, all that kind of stuff. That's good stuff, right? That's, that's the passion of sports.
3: Oh, we hear it. No question about it. Uh, I got to talk about one guy. I keep waiting for him to cool off, and every time I look and think he's Maybe going to have a couple of games without a goal. Sam Reinhart, my God, 37 goals, been top three all season long. Uh, So good on the power play and everything else. But what's been your take on what you've seen from Reinhart, who's already put up his best numbers ever, scoring goals? I
4: I I think that he – I'm not going to say a slow developer, even possibly a late developer, but he's a very, very bright man. So he, his success comes, he works his butt off. He's in phenomenal shape. I get all that, but his, his, his skill, his talent, is his ability to process the game. And sometimes it takes a little longer to get there. So the last two years, even the year before I got here, you know, he played the first 20 games with Parkhoff and you could see it. he would watch the games and go, okay, it's right there, but nothing was going in for him. They just couldn't score. So, you could, you know, that's a quarter of the season. We let it run. Didn't it, We just didn't get the payoff for it, and then everything fell in place. I don't know. So certainly confidence is everything in all sports and maybe in life, too. Um, there's a confident man now, so some more pucks are going in for him because of that confidence. I'm not sure he's got any better chances early on in this season than he had early on last year. It just didn't go for him. Yeah. But they, they created an awful lot. Uh, But Barkov's better, too. I mean, he's gone on an awful drought here for scoring goals. But when you look at the start to his season, um, the quality of his hockey is way higher. And part of that is Reinhardt, and part of that is is what he's been able to do for
3: Sam. You know, I'm glad you said that because Randy and and Goldie last night on on TV were talking about Barkov hasn't scored but one goal the last time whenever it was a while back. But Goldie jumps in, and, and Randy are going back and forth going, Hey man, nobody's playing better than Barkov, setting guys up defensively and all the other things yeah. that Barkov does. You feel that way too, then?
4: Yeah, I, I don't think that Sasha will ever be viewed as a goal scorer because he doesn't shoot the puck enough to do it. Right? It's not how he's wired to do that. He's he's played, um, you know. I think what was the interesting stat there a while ago when when Sasha was injured, we actually score more when he's not in the lineup, but we give up so much more when he's not in the lineup. This guy's a really good two way player. Uh, dominant. He could score a little bit more, but part yeah. of what Reinhardt's had accomplished is, is Barkov's playing his ability to set him up and make some of those inside plays. But it's what it's what Barkov's good at. It's what it's how he's wired. So you could sit there and say, "Well, we got to turn him into a goal scorer," but then, like, what what are our expectations of a man that he can be a Selkie <laughs> Award winner, an elite player, but, and and he should score seventy? And now, now, I mean, this guy is a phenomenal player. He's just not a shoot-first guy, and I don't think he's ever going to be. So we need to make sure he plays with people who will shoot the play.
3: Yeah, Coach, that's great because we've had coaches in the past with him say, oh, you're right, he's got to shoot more, he's got to do this, he's got to do that. Anyway, Washington uh, tomorrow, Colorado on Saturday. So you got some home games left to get out there where this uh, Panthers team is off to a great start. Coach, thank you so much. Really
4: appreciate you coming yeah, on this morning. Helpful. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a great day. Bye. All right,
3: Paul Maurice. Coach of the uh, Florida Panthers joining us this morning. Talk a little bit uh, about his team. Yes.
2: All right, Joe. Well, I want to let people know, hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. It is good. It's my official
3: energy drink, too. It is good. No, no question about it. It's got some good stuff in there. All right. Right now, I want to talk to you about Michael Kotze at uh, Choice Mark. Speaking of hockey fan. my gosh. Michael Kotze at Choice Mortgage you got two sons that might be playing professionally here real t- real soon. And uh, Michael Kotze does two things. He watches his sons, obviously, very important to him to, to watch his sons play. But the other thing he does is Michael Kotze, Mr. Choice Mortgage. Fixed rates now in the fives. If you closed on your home in the past year with a rate of over 7%, you got to call Michael Kotze. Fixed rates in the fives with no prepayment penalty. Call right now and start saving some money and have better cash flow. So I got to tell you, he's been in business for more than 30 years. What makes Michael Kotze a Choice Mortgage different from everybody else? He works seven days a week. You can always get a hold of him. Um, I may give you a cell phone number. He's worked this market and gets things done in half the time of the banks, gets you the best rates. I mean, he works his butt off to get you approved quickly. Been doing it for a long, long time. 561-441-2730. 561 561- Four four one twenty seven thirty. That's Michael Katia, Choice Mortgage MLS 166254. Rates and terms subject to change daily without notice.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.TV. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
3: He's an equal housing lender. I'm kind of torn, Woody. I'm kind of torn here. I've been very open about where I grew up and... My college days in the Bay Area, and I've grew up a Forty Nine er and a San Francisco Giant and a Golden State Warrior fan, and um, that's been my team. But I, I just want to see a good game. I, I don't care. I look I, I like the local guys. I'd love for Nick Boza to to get it to get a championship. I I, I would. Um, The Mahomes story. A lot of people love to see greatness. How far can greatness go? And Mahomes got a chance to get his third championship in his 20s. What what, what do we say? He's 28, almost 29. Woody, does that sound right? Yes, that is correct. And uh, listen, I I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be close. Um, Mahomes is a better player than Brock Purdy, but he's better than everybody. And, and the second part of this, Brock Purdy's got better offensive weapons around him than Mahomes does. Nothing against Travis Kelsey, but the 49ers have the best five, full five players tied in, running back, fullback, and starting wide receivers. They're the best in the league, period. San Francisco has the best starting five. Pro Bowl fullback, almost MVP running back. Two really good big targets on the outside, and Kittle, who's the best all-around tight end in football. My God, did you see they were showing his blocks against the Lions? Oh, God. That best
2: all-around tight end thing is tough, man.
3: What do you mean? I
2: mean, if you're asking me who I'd rather have on my team, between Travis Kelsey and George Kittle, I don't know if you can go wrong with Travis Kelsey. Guys set like every record possible. Well, you're going.
3: You're going to receiving. I said. I know. This, but, I know. But you're talking but, about nobody's asking uh, Travis Kelsey sitting. Yeah. And this guy, he has a lot like trouble staying healthy.
2: That that's kind of no, a knock true. on him throughout that, his. That's career.
3: true. Uh, Mark Ross going to join us at uh, at nine o'clock. Just a little all away from NFL Network. I, I am curious. Uh, it's an interesting one because that. Uh, that position. I I'm just a big Kittle fan. I, yeah, he got they listen, they're both free spirited, really good leaders in Kelsey and and Kittle. I'm guessing they're pretty close. Um uh, I I and then what it's gonna come down to, uh, there's a, a bunch of things. We got a few more days for it, but uh I'm curious to see which defense plays better. 49ers' defense has not been great in the playoffs. They're pretty good in the regular season now. They Oh, had... they got shredded by Detroit. No. Shredded. De- Detroit ran wide and had the safeties coming up on support looking bad. And, no, it was it was some bad stuff. But, boy, you look at those starters on that defense that they have. They got a lot of good players.
2: There you go, Joe. 954 says, bro, Hollywood, it's 100% fact that Kittle is the best all around. He's an all-pro blocker, an all-pro wide
3: receiver. Stop. Yeah. 100% fact. Well, kiddo blocks like nobody's business, okay. and he's still a really he's a he's up there with. I'm not saying he's the best receiver, and you, we can get into five or six tight ends that are really good receivers. Hell, the guy Detroit's turned into for a rookie he's a hell of a player. But um, but I don't know if you can argue. And I started the show this morning, and 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 it's nothing against Brock Purdy. God bless him, man. They went out and whoever the quarterback was going to be, and you look at uh, a Pro Bowl fullback, Pro Bowl running back those two receivers on the outside that they have, and Kittle at tight end, <laughs> that's a pretty good group. Where am I going on this one? So, And uh, obviously a really, really good offense line. I'll tell you where I think there's a little difference. Kansas City Chiefs, field goal kicker. Butker has been money in big games, has anybody? Woody? No matter what the weather is, that guy is just – he is really, really good. I mean, I think he was flirting with perfection this year, if I'm not mistaken, on extra points and and uh, just a couple of missed field goals, which pretty good. And so, well, but I think we're in for a good game, man. I, I do. I think it's gonna be a really, really good football game, a lot like last year's game with Kansas City and in Philadelphia, and how good that was. Hey, Jalen Hurts last year, had one of the best games we've ever seen a quarterback have and lose. Right. He played great, but he lost. He he had one mistake. He liked. He, he got stripped. He got stripped. He stripped fumble. And it was costly that that's the difference in the game. But outside of that, I mean, listen, if I he, he was fantastic, throwing it, running They uh, it was a hell of a game. I came back on Monday I was going, wow, can we can we play that one over? Played over again today on NFL Network. I'm going to watch it again. It was so friggin' good on uh, how how good everybody looked. We uh, I teased something early this morning, and I, and I never went back to it, Woody. And uh, we'll talk to Mark Ross about this too from NFL Network coming up. Um, the Christian Wilkins getting that contract done. So so I saw CBS has got all the top free agents up, and they put a price tag next to him, and they had Christian Wilkins. Four year for 80 million. Um, I don't know if that's enough. I I don't know. It it might be more. You you made the guy wait. You decided that three and a half sacks he had the year before. Uh the sack is a big thing. So Christian goes, okay, I get it. So he goes out and gets nine sacks now, if I'm not mistaken. One of the top defensive tackles in the game. Way down on tackles, but but in those numbers that were important, he had a like a lot of guys on the D line had a hell of a year, like Sealer and and uh, the defensive ends before getting injured were playing really well too. But I don't know if four year and eighty million is going to do it. I don't know if you went, hey Christian, uh, here, here here's a number. What do you think? Uh, I'm guessing he's about half pissed about last year not getting a deal done, even though. He plays hard. He's a great leader and all that. The second guy was in an interesting one. If Robert Hunt is four-year, 34 million, would he? I'm going to try to keep him. I'm going to try like hell to keep him if it's four. Now, might be more. Still a young guy. Was injured for the really the first time in his career this year as a young guy and missed some games. Tried to come back too soon and got injured again. So he did miss some games, and you could have used him. He's he's obviously a top free agent, one of the top thirty or forty free agents in uh, in the NFL for this for this off season. So uh, can you sign both of them? I, I don't know. You you can manipulate and do a lot of things, uh, which you know they've got good people in the front office to free up money, and if we're sticking with this all in program year two, because all in was last year was year one. If we're doing it again, which I got to believe we are, we're going like, hey, let's do it again. And, and, and the big boss got to sign off on it, and I'm sure he has. And Stephen Ross, like, okay, what don't we have and what do we need? What do we need to do? Can it be done? Go do it. That's something I think Stephen Ross is going to say. So, freeing up money, I know we're way over the cap right now. And probably going to be somebody that you really likes going to get cut or released to do it. But and then the other part of this thing, man, is nobody agrees. Not everybody agrees with me. Is I think this year you got to draft. You got to get back to drafting. That's two years without much from the draft, and for reason I know you put through them in trades and stuff, so you have a lot of high draft picks. But I think you need to keep one and two. I don't care what position, I I don't. Chris Greer knows more about it, Mike, than I do on what's coming, but you got two injured, you got a really difficult situation. I don't know how long your two defensive ends are going to be out or pass rushers on the outside. They got hurt late in the season, which sucks, which means for an Achilles and an ACL, you know, and the team's going to bring them along slowly in camp. You probably won't see them much in camp. I'd be very surprised. And then you got to decide are they coming back in late September, October? I don't I don't know what the plan is there. But you got to have some guys fill in while they're gone. I mean, somebody decent. It can't be like, "Hey, you, number 89, come over here. You're going to start the se-. You, you still got to get quality players. I just don't know
2: how you can be on both sides of the fence that you're on here like, you know, we're all in. I know but, you I but know but every gotta, time I bring this gotta up We got to build no through the draft, you know. Like it
3: doesn't necessarily
2: work that way
3: no no you you still have to you can't do everything through free agency why not you can't afford why to not? do every well it's stupid it's a dumb thing to bring up part of it's got to be done through the draft successful drafts keep you on the cheap yeah, for a teams while that
2: sustain success build through the draft the Dolphins just want to win one time that's it I um if you can get proven players with those picks I you know I I'd feel
3: more comfortable with that than Chris Greer just taking a stab. So those proven players are expensive. That's okay. Well, you don't care because you're not worried about the cap. You're doing make believe world. I'm not worried about the cap. You're doing make believe world.
2: They have people over there to figure that stuff out.
3: I am. No, they do. I let let them figure it out. Let
2: them you know figure out the money. We need the best players possible, and you can't do that going through the draft.
3: All right. Well, you and I are going to disagree on that right up to draft day. That you got a first and a second round pick. Go friggin' find them. Go find two. players I mean, Unless you to want to play. take a quarterback. I don't want a quarterback.
2: Unless you're going to take a stab at one of these quarterbacks, then I, yeah, then, then there's no reason to keep these picks.
3: I don't, I don't want. And by the way, probably there's a good chance that there's going to be a Michigan quarterback at that 21 or 22 spot. JJ McCarthy. And I'm going to stick with. That doesn't do anything for you. No. I don't know. He might end up being really good, but you're asking me from.
2: Oh, I don't know who's going to go where. But you'll get – I mean, some of these guys are going to fall towards the end of the first and fall into the second round. They're not all going to go. There's a lot of them this year. you
3: got you got a lot of holes on this team. You've got some guys that are veteran players that you don't want back anyway. That... All right, well, let me
2: ask you this. If you had to say what was the biggest issue you saw with your own eyes – and I mean, just just your your opinion, what you saw, let's say, the last two games of the season, two biggest games of the season –
3: well, that's a good question. What was the
2: biggest issue?
3: That's a great question. Um,
2: and I ate the pile on Tua today, but the quarterback play was really bad.
3: The last two in games. In the biggest
2: games of your season.
3: Yep. I'm hearing you. I'm let's hearing let's you
2: win the division. We blew that one badly. Let's go out and win a playoff game. We blew that one badly. Nope, no, no, score. no.
3: Listen, I, I'm giving you all the credit in the world because we got to go to break only
2: here. points we scored in that Kansas City game. Was when Tua lofted a ball up and Tyreek made a miracle Came play. back and caught yeah. it and ran it in.
3: I I got you. No no no, that's Someone a gra- said
2: Eli Apple was the biggest issue. That's not well, not the case. Whatever. That's
3: not top. You you just said what well, you said. The last two games, what were was the biggest problems on this team? Might have been not having another wide receiver you could count on, right? With Waddle and Tyreek and and so anyway, we got go to go. Guy asked if
2: I'm either an idiot or a major troll. I would say a little of each. <laughs> it's fine. Hey,
3: at least you're really honest. All yeah, right. I don't care. We've got the nine uh, o'clock hour coming up. We got a lot more stuff to get to. Mark Ross from NFL Network is going to join us just a couple of minutes away. I do want to take a minute to tell you about Loctite Impact Windows, doors, and roofing. Man, I gotta tell you what an operation they have. You want to talk about impressive. I wish instead of people making calls, which I hope you'll do if you're looking for impact windows before the hurricane season again or you need a new roof, you've got a leaky roof right now and you need it. First of all, those people over there are really good, and they've got this thing set up. It is unbelievable. Uh, So many cool things to tell you about. Uh, Impact windows and and for hurricane category, five. I mean, right up to the fastest winds, they've got you covered. Impact windows and roofing, 100% financing, zero down. Impact windows and roofing, no interest, no payments for a year. And the roofing materials, tile, shingle, metal, flat, whatever it is you're looking for. And here's the one that people love when you talk about Loctite impact windows and doors and roofing is – $6. As low as $6 per month per window installed. So I don't know what you're waiting for. They got a Valentine's Day special. Love your home, you love your savings. You get 35% off the Impact windows or roof replacement. This offer ends March 1st. So jump on it if something you've been looking at. Look at they're very competitive on their prices. Uh and and the other thing that people go through, the frustrating part when you talk about putting windows in or a roof Is those HOAs and getting those permits. Loctite takes care of all of that for you. They don't have to. They know how to do it. They'll fill out the forms and get it all. It's a turnkey service for you. I could just go on and on with all the great stuff they're doing over there. But if it's something you're looking for, or both, a new roof and hurricane windows, boy, I'll tell you what, you got to put them on the list to go check them out. They are really, really good from top to bottom. 954-500-LOCK. That's 954-500-LOCK.